Welcome, 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 listeners, to another episode of Politely Petty. I'm Candace, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you join me. This podcast is our corner of the universe where we talk about real life situations. Because some of y'all really need an honest conversation. Let's let's be real. We will celebrate the art of being delightfully petty, all while maintaining our good manners, of course. Each week, I'll be joined by a guest who knows a little something or two about the topic. No, we don't know it all, but we know enough to be dangerous. This week, we're chatting about parenting with Ali Goins, dad extraordinaire. Welcome, Ali. So, thank you for being the first guest on my podcast. I'm your first. You are my first. (laughs) My one, my only, thus far. Oh, I'm so honored and <laughs> territorial. I'm the first and the last, damn it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I, I asked you to come on today because, as you know, I get a lot of questions from people on parenting. And I don't know why. I don't understand. They're asking us. They're asking, what do you and Ali do? Or... How do you and Ali handle this situation? And a lot of times I think I just, I just fudge it. I never look at us as role model parents, not to people around us like our peers, nor to our children. So it's quite interesting when people approach me for parental advice, but it happens a lot more often than, than I share with you. Man, it's funny that they're asking us how we'll handle the situation when they have no idea that our children handle us. Even though we're parents together, I don't think it's fair to say that we equally have the same parenting style. Absolutely not. Yeah, we're a nice parfait. We layer it on. Yes. I I like to sometimes think of us as good cop, bad cop, but it's not really good or bad it's just different yeah it's different it's different so uh i'll go ahead and introduce myself i am the i'll warn you once and after that you're on your own type parent that's me and i am the hey this is gonna happen did you tell you that this was gonna happen hey it's coming i think it's gonna happen are you sure you don't want to do something about this happening? Right. <laughs> I think that our children come to us equally as much, though. I mean, not equally as much. What's the mm. word I'm trying to say? They go to you first. You think so? Oh, yeah. Because if not, I'll send them that way. Why? Because if they go to me first, then I found out later that I'm wrong when they go to you. <laughs> so am, am I? are you admitting that I'm always right? No, because when you're not right, they go to me second. So I am, try what your mother says, and if it doesn't work, then come to me. Since you have all these people coming to you asking for parental advice, what's the weirdest parental advice anyone ever asked you? I think the the advice that I get asked most is about, honestly, I feel like it's how strict you should be. And I don't work well with that because I don't really think we're strict parents. I think we have guidelines. I think we are those bumpers at a bowling alley. 
but we're not that thing that you you that they put the ball in and roll down. I think we are the bumpers, not the guide. Kind of like what you said. Uh, we don't have. Uh, we're not strict parents, but we have strict guidelines. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense to me. Be- I think that there are times where people are too strict. Mm-hmm. I've seen it happen so many times when I was younger, and I always vowed, "Ooh, I ain't gonna be a parent like that." They don't; those those kids ain't got nothing to do. And then they get to college and go buck wild. Because their parents never let them do anything while they were growing up or in high school or, you know, they had those tight, tight curfews and tight, tight rules. But I, I, I always under, I always wonder why. Why are you so strict? Because to me, if you're so strict, it feels like you didn't raise your child to be trustworthy. Right, right. I think trust is a big part. I think I don't get a lot of questions because... uh a lot of the fellows probably deem my parenting style as as crazy or bizarre. So uh, they actually don't ask me for a lot of advice because they're probably afraid to follow it. Do but, give um, an example. Do for example, <laughs> um, you know, like, how do you hide drinking from your kids? Oh. I drink right in front of them. They, <laughs> they know exactly how imperfect I am, and, you know. Yeah, I think that that's a a thing that shocks a lot of people is how transparent we are as Mm -hmm. parents. Um, We don't sugarcoat either. And and for everybody listening, I want y'all to know that Ali is the person who said, we ain't doing no Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) Like, for me, it was like, oh, we've got to make sure we set the cookies out and get something for the reindeers and and when it came to that, you know, it got to be about seven or eight. And, they, you know, Cameron's like, you know, is Santa Claus real? And he, Ali looked at me and was like, she better not ask me. <laughs> yeah, I think we finally <laughs> murdered Santa Claus when I played Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah, that was the end of it. They saw Dad put on the red suit and the white beard and it was over. It clicked. Yeah. It clicked. But, yeah, I, I think that we are, the level of transparency that we have is... Um, shocking for some but it's refreshing for me I think that if I can talk to my child about anything I think that's why um, a lot of people say oh you know oh my god you're not afraid to talk to your kid about xyz or when did you start talking to your kid about xyz well if they want to know something I I answered as soon as they asked me mm-hmm. and I'm going to give you the opinion that if you're seven or if you're 17 or if you're 27 you are going to get the same answer and level of transparency. I think the only thing that changes as our kids have gotten older is that I change the example. Like I can talk money in terms of cookies and candy when you're seven. And when you're 17, I can talk money in terms of your first job and being at the mall. But at 27, I can talk money about your rent. But it's all going to be the same message, no matter what. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think that a hard thing that a lot of people are going through is that, like circling back to what you said about trust. Mm-hmm. Um, why y'all don't trust your kids? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you 
raised them, right? Like, so that's so that's that's weird for me. You put all these rules around the kid, you know, to the point the kid don't ha- they can't breathe. But but you're the one who raised them to be trustworthy or honest or have that open communication. And I think that's the the thing that makes us good parents. Again. We are not role model parents. Mm-mm, don't follow us. Do not don't try to do tell. what I do. If you're the kid or a peer, don't do what I do. Mm-mm. But I think the level of what I have instilled in you should be enough to carry you through. And if you make those mistakes, I think also our children know that if there is a mistake that they make or it is something they're ashamed of, that we have such an open communication. Um that they're not going to have to explain why they made a decision, mm-hmm. but they're going to have to tell us what's next. Right. I think that's my biggest fear is that my child will be in distress of some sort and be afraid to reach out to me. So uh, that's one of the reasons why I try to show all of my imperfections so that if something happens, they know they can come to me and uh, I won't be judgmental. Now, I do think that the kids keep in mind uh, some type of statute of limitations for example I always hear I might hear about a really bad story a couple of months after it happened so we can sit back and laugh on it but they will hold on to something like the day after um, so I've seen that happen a couple of times it was like hey let me tell you a story about three months ago when the cops came to some house party and yada 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 so like it's too late for me to get mad about it because it happened so long ago and then uh yeah i I just sit back and get entertained i never have admitted to my mother that i skipped school until i had kids myself (laughs) so i know what you mean i don't think i've ever told my dad i skipped school i don't think i've ever done you should tell him today when he calls i'll tell him all right but that's that's the one thing the thing about our parenting style i think that stands up out from a lot of people is that transparency and communication i think that you know you and i grew up different there's households where people say you know a child should be seen and not heard mm-hmm. and then i grew up in a household where we probably gave too much opinion and that wasn't necessarily a good thing um and i think that you and i have cultivated a happy balance of communication And opinionated kids. Oh, our kids are very opinionated. Yeah. And we handle those opinions very differently. I welcome them. I'm like, oh, is that what you think? Oh, but if I don't agree with you, I'm going to show you that I don't agree with you. Whereas you. Yeah, if they don't agree with me, then they they can be stupid. I don't mind. (laughs) Yeah, that's a big difference between us. I'm like, oh, you stupid. And I can't believe don't say that outside this house. Whereas Ali, you'll be like, oh, that's what you think? Oh, yeah. You are the king of the oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you have le- you've taught me to be the queen of oh, oh, yeah. When somebody says something stupid. So if you're listening to this and there is any time that either one of us have looked at you and said, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we think you're stupid. We think you're stupid. Um, but um, when it comes to our children, I-, I think we have a level of communication with them that we value your opinion but that don't mean we're gonna listen to your opinion 
We value your opinion. That doesn't agree mean we agree with your opinion. Right. We value your opinion. But oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if you didn't get the oh yeah and you just got the blinks, you real stupid. <laughs> um I don't understand why some of you don't want to hear your kids' opinions though. That's something that has always cha- been very challenging to me when I ha- I have friends and they'll say, I, you know, I told my daughter to X, Y, Z, and I don't care what she thought. I don't care what he thinks. This is what's going to happen. And so why, why, Ali, why do you think people, that there are people out there that don't want to hear an opinion? I think um, people don't want to hear an opinion because they don't play the tape out to realize that their opinion is actually worth something. I think they discredit the opinion and just that's the end of it, but uh, they don't realize that your child's opinion will one day become an action. Mm. Do you think that some people will be offended if that child's opinion is or that child's recommendation is better? I think so. Intimidated by your child's opinion? Yeah, I think that is a a thing, but um, not me. I need these jokers to help me out. Yeah. Show me my blind spots. Yeah, that took a while for me. I know. (laughs) That took a while for for my daughter to have a better suggestion for me. And I was just like, what? What you mean? Oh. But then in the end... I have learned so much from Kendall and Cameron over the years that I'm grateful. And I'm grateful that I have open communication, not only with that they can come to me if something's wrong, but I can go to them. I have a, I am grateful that we are parents, but we're also friends. I know that some people think that's taboo to be friends with your kids. I ain't your little friend. Oh, but I am. I am in my kids' lives. I am their friend. I think that they should be able to talk to me about anything that they're talking to. Now, there's some stuff I don't want to know. That's true. That's true. There's some things. That, you don't have to tell me everything. But, you know, share share with your friends. <laughs> share with your peers. <laughs> um, but I think there, there are times if, if, if they're comfortable enough to share, I'm here for it. You know what I really enjoy? Hmm. When they come and tell me about what all their friends are doing. And yeah. I get to hear <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, I'm not, I don't judge my kids, but I'm judging some of y'all kids based on these stories <laughs> <laughs> that I hear about y'all's kids. Yeah, but no, um, we don't rat, though. We don't rat. We hold on to it. Yeah, and don't call me after this and ask me, do I know secrets about your kids? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate it. I, I am my child's friend. I think my children and, and you and my family, I think that you guys are my best friends, honestly. Aww. I think that I, I, I feel open enough to share with any of y'all um, and, and value your opinions. I truly do. Um, there are times where we don't agree. There are times when I, I think that my children, I don't know who they are because they are not a spawn of me when they talk back certain ways or uh, when they say stupid things, you know. But Again, I'm not a role model parent and I don't have role model kids. I appreciate that you value um, 
the relationship that I have with my kids and that people acknowledge that it's, it's decent. It's great. But I also think that those people could have the same relationship with their kids if they just open up. Mm-hmm. Um, we are not a perfect over here. My kids get on my nerves just as much as everybody else's. And I'm sure that I get on their nerves just as much as other parents get on their children's nerves. But um, we, don't, we don't live in it long. It's kind of like, oh, I'm pissed at you. You pissed at me. Great. What's for dinner? Like, right. All right. Well, I'm mad at you and you mad at me. Well, that's fine. Where are we going this afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's really important. We uh, around the whole house. We try not to uh, let dissension last. Is that a word? Dissension? I think no. so. OK. I say yeah. grudges. Yeah, we try not to let grudges last very long. Yeah, hold hold on to those. Hold when you hold on to them, it just makes you bitter and angry, and nobody gets through it. You just try to outdo each other. So I think that again, transparency. I'm mad at you. You made the, you made this a difficult day for me, but we we're not gonna sit in it though. Yeah, but good food always fixes it, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Mm, yeah, we eat good over here, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so in the mortal words of the great philosopher Willard Smith Jr. You know, parents are the same no matter time, no place. They don't understand us. Kids are going to make some mistakes. So to you all the kids all across the land, there's no need to argue. Parents just don't understand. Don't be those parents, y'all. Please, don't be that. And now, it's time for a petty moment. And today's petty partner I'd like to recognize is U.S. District Court Judge Tanya Chutkin. Now, what makes Judge Chutkin so petty? She assigned Donald Trump a March 4th, 2024 court date for his federal charges of trying to overturn the election. And and what makes it so petty is that day is the day right before Super Tuesday. So Super Tuesday, 14 states will cast their primaries. And Judge Chutkin said, "Uh uh-uh, buddy. You won't be able to campaign that day because you'll be in court. I love it. Petty at its highest. Go, girl. <laughs>